welcome back to Third Act Saviors Halloween Spooptacular! <laughs> Spoopfest 2017! Uh, I am Michael Fromm, joined with me as always is... Daniel Kahneman. Jacob Kuykendall. But today we have a very special guest. A repeat guest. Our only repeat Our guest. Our only repeat guest. Represent. <laughs> Everybody, listen, it's Karen Hernandez. I'm here again. Decades Yay! Podcast <laughs> Season 1 co-host. Uh, joining us last time, I believe, for a movie called Flock of Dudes. <laughs> no, oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. Flock of Dudes was my choice and Wish Upon was my choice. Yeah, a spoop fest 2017. <laughs> yeah, and celebration of Halloween, uh, we watched 2017's Wish Upon starring child star oh. Joey King. And basically, everybody you remember from the 90s, but now they're old. Yeah, Wishbone 90210. That's right. Now, Karen. <laughs> yes. You suggested we watch Wish Upon. Yes. Why do you suggest we watch Wish Upon? Well, you, Jacob, and I, Karen, <laughs> were in a movie yeah, theater. That seems very accusatory. <laughs> we were in a movie theater for what movie? I forget. I don't remember. Some was movie. It, was it Get Out? No, nah, it was not Get Out. It was it was a few months ago. It was something shitty. Yeah, it had a shitty trailer before it. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah, it was something shitty. So we saw that trailer and we were busting up laughing because this movie looked so dumb and it was just involving these dumbass teens in this dumbass box. Mm-hmm. Was it the type of situation where you were laughing and everyone around you was like, "That woman just died." <laughs> this is a serious movie. Yeah. I remember it was in the same theater that we went to where recently a bunch of adults were talking through this entire oh, film. Oh and then I told, I shushed her and she said, whatever. She <laughs> said, they're not even talking in this scene. Yeah, it was yes. dumb. It was the finale of Blade Runner 49. It sounds like the tables got turned on you guys. Oh, no. Yeah. I was always on top of that table. Hey, um, hey that first time where you guys like... I wish the people in this movie theater liked talking oh, more. Oh no, I God. did. <laughs> oh boy! And then this the bus karma. This is a movie blood price or whatever. <laughs> I blame the crowd. So what happened in Wish Upon, Karen? Paint um, a word picture. Okay, so the, <laughs> the movie opens with this kind of a uh, you know nice scene. It's this nice house in a mm-hmm. suburban neighborhood. You know why people own this house? Oh yeah. And uh, it's just really you know there's nary not a white person inside. <laughs> it's just sun is shining on this home and you see that this beautiful blonde lady comes out and she's uh, or you see that she's wrapping something up to put in the trash can I think as you do you wrap up your garbage carefully yeah. in a paper satchel in a canvas yeah, I think it was a piece of canvas anyway she's wrapping something up she's taking mm-hmm. it well, outside. she's an artist yeah. we learn artist. later yes also this being a horror movie there's much scarier things that you could be wrapping up in canvas and throwing in the garbage yeah like a head or, or something yeah Severed head Ooh. at least a limb give me a limb <laughs> or like a creepy doll yeah, yeah some creepy Creepy doll, but no, what she's wrapped up is a box. This movie doesn't have a leg to stand on. Woo! Stand upon. (laughs) To wish upon. (laughs) So you see that there's this little girl. This woman has this uh, little girl for a daughter. They've Mm -hmm. got a dog, too. It's a golden retriever. Picture perfect scene. So cute. You see that there's a neighbor across the street. I don't know what her... I don't know. She's just by herself. Just general neighbor. Audrey Horn from Twin Peaks. Her trait is that she is as nice as possible. Yeah. She (laughs) is the apple pie of this neighborhood. Mm -hmm. She's just a super nice lady. Um, With an extra lengthy braid. (laughs) Very very long braid. (laughs) Chekhov's braid. (laughs) Chekhov's braid. Um, So the mom throws this thing in the garbage. uh, Then she goes back upstairs to the attic. 
her daughter kind of follows her up there being like, hey, where's my mom? What's going on? Hey, it's mom time. Hey, mom. You know, that kind of thing. She goes up the stairs and then she sees her mom hang herself. Uh, and then she wakes up to reality. Uh, oh, it was all a dream. Boom, also, there goes gravity. Yeah, I was just trying to remember. Rabbit. <laughs> uh, um, the seeing mom getting hung is the first of many unnecessary jump scare noises mm-hmm. in the movie. So you see that when she wakes up from that, I guess, memory of her mom hanging herself, you mm-hmm. see that she wakes up. She's a she's a teen. Um, she's got dark hair now. She still lives in the home where her mom had died. Uh, the home is totally overgrown, yeah. and the bicycle that the, the oh, yeah. little girl was shown riding in the beginning, the flashback, is still there, just overgrown with weeds it's in the been, exact position. Yeah, it's been rusted upon. Her dog has become a big dog, like the yeah. t-shirts of old. Yep. That's... <laughs> I knew a guy who only wore big dog shirts. He probably yeah. only was able to wear big dog it's shirts. Me. Yeah. You're talking about me. It was a pretty big guy. Uh, <laughs> Do you have to shop at a big and tall store, Jacob? No, no. Okay. Come on, I'm not that big or tall. So sure. we see that this gal, what's her name? Claire. Claire. Uh, it is Claire. Our heroine. Claire is kind of this sort of poor, sort of unpopular alternative girl. She's movie um, poor. She, yeah. yeah, she's movie poor. She still lives in a house with multiple floors, multiple rooms. She has yeah. her own room. She's, she's got her own child. bed. Yeah, she's got an only... We see... We were introduced to her dad, who's a trash digger, and I guess it's, this embarrasses her. He's an American picker, forward slash hoarder, forward slash American heartthrob, yeah. Ryan Phillippe. At the beginning of this movie, I assumed he was a garbage man, and and then I was a little less clear later because he never actually is a garbage man. He just goes through the garbage. Yeah. yeah. He's an American picker, except instead of going to people's houses being like, oh, you got yourself a 1938 Indian. I want to buy that for $100 and sell it for 500 He just pulls curtain rods out of the garbage. But do we know what his job is? Do they ever say like, Curtain ah. rod garbage man. Here's yeah, the story I formulated in my head that mm-hmm. the movie did not help me with at all. They're living off that life insurance money from the mom. Mm-hmm. But the road's running out. Oh, and no. in the meantime, he started sense. hoarding slash garbage picking to fill his time and hope hoping he can so, strike can it big get life insurance from a suicide or yeah depends on the policy yeah. would be my <laughs> assumption in daniel's version of the movie they get the money from one suicide and then get some more money from another death yeah. <laughs> they're just writing off death of family members so we find out that her dad dumpster dives and and at oh, this gross. particular scene he's dumpster diving at her school she's pretty embarrassed by that mm-hmm. we see that she's not really one of the cool girls but you know she She's got a couple friends, so uh, they eat lunch together, and then they hang out in the hallways, whatever. Eventually... Typical teens. Typical teens getting in a typical fight. They love hallways. The uh, popular girl is, like, blonde and beautiful, and she's the not-so-popular girl with dark hair, and they... It's it's your classic low hand situation. Yeah, and the mm-hmm. the uh, subject that started the fight was smegma. Look it up; it's a noun. They look it up, <laughs> aka dick cheese. <laughs> You're dick cheese, lady. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Like what I dip my soft pretzels in? No, that's delicious cheese. Yeah, dish cheese, we call dish cheese. I I also think we should make it clear that her BFF is at least one of them. Is Barb from TV Stranger oh, Things yeah. really leveraging that meme money? Yeah. 
don't forget I'm a meme. Put me in things, please. <laughs> so while this is happening at uh, Claire's school, you know, mm-hmm. she, we we see a scene where her dad is uh, dumpster diving at some creepy house. <laughs> Yeah, uh, as I thought it was out. like a funeral home. That's what I thought. It, but later, it, later they, in in the movie, they explain that it was uh, um, a. Well, we'll get house. to there, but her dad is dumpster diving and looking for stuff um, in the trash of this one creepy house, and he finds this cool looking box, and he thinks maybe his daughter will like it. She comes home from school. You like garbage money, don't you? She finds it sitting on her bed because her dad put it there. She gets mad because he's invading her space. But he oh, he give clarifies: a fuck. you're in Chinese class. This box has Chinese stuff on it. You'd like this, right? <laughs> yeah. So pretty early in the movie, I commented while we were watching that this uh, this really fetishizes and kind of like I don't know vilifies Chinese culture. And the movie closed captions refer to it as Oriental, which is not a good word to use. Not really, uh, no. Yeah. It stops there, though. It does not double down on it very hardcore later. <laughs> over and over and over again. Over and over and over again until the movie ends. Yeah, it's all oh, yeah, throughout yeah. the film. The closed captionings reveal that it is a ori. What is it? They eerie? say ori- eerie oriental music. Ominous oriental, oriental music. music yes. Also, I would say. I don't think that that music is of a particular... No. It's just like, no. blink, blink, yeah. blink, blink, blink. Yeah, it's racist, Jacob. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's like eerie twinkles, but it's nothing like... It's just a music box sound. Yeah. yeah. It's just the, the same kind of music box sound you would yeah. get from like those little ballerina music yeah. boxes. Yeah, eerie twinkles, but it's not like yeah. oriental music at all. No. Um, anyway, she's... So, wrong and racist. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so this girl, Claire, she, um, she finds this box... Uh, on her bed and she just like randomly starts hugging up on it and then she yeah. wishes that well, her first, I'm gonna sum- synopsize this movie by the wishes that she makes I think so. that's a brilliant yeah. idea alright so <laughs> can well, we do it like, a, we do it like David Letterman <laughs> top seven <laughs> wishes <laughs> number seven wish one I wish that Darcy Chapman could go rot Darcy Chapman is the blonde popular girl that uh, she got in a fight with yeah had that smegma fight earlier yep. yeah bully lady yeah um, and uh, so she, she, you know, we eventually Cut see two. that her she wakes up the Darcy Chapman, the blonde gal. She wakes up and she finds that her flesh is rotting. <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh no! It reminds me a lot of the leg shaving scene from Cabin Fever, mm, but less gross. But they do get a flesh-eating virus. They get a flesh-eating virus. It's a scene in which the first person who uncovers the flesh-eating virus is shaving their legs in the bathtub. Mm. And it's very similarly shot, except it's way grosser because it's it's an Eli Roth movie, not an Amazon original or whatever the (laughs) fuck it is. Quick survey. Has anyone at this table ever told someone to go rot? No. No. (laughs) Is that a thing the teens are saying? No, no one in this movie talks like a a person does at all. I'm pretty sure Archie has told uh, Reggie... To, to go rot a couple of times. Okay. But well, not in the new river. Day, but, in the 50s. <laughs> but in the 50s. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Suck an egg, Reggie! <laughs> I say suck an egg, but Love I... It. Yeah, but I don't say go rot, but oh, Claire thank, does. Thank God you don't have a wish box. People be sucking <laughs> eggs all over the place. <laughs> to death. <laughs> oh, I'm got my cholesterol. I like the scene where, uh, the, where Darcy Chapman, the popular girl, where she finds out that she's rotting because you know she she turns on the bathroom light and she pulls down her sleeping socks and you see this as you do yeah you see this i'm i'm touching my leg right now as i say this but her leg is all rotten all the way down to her foot which is black with rot and then her face is rotting and she screams in the mirror 
I don't know, man. It's How come she catches her leg before she sees her face? I guess she didn't p- walk by the mirror and look at herself first, even though that's what maybe a popular girl might do. Yeah. Well, and she had like her hair on that side of her face. Oh, like, she had a side pony. That's yeah, right. And it's like, you know, I really wish she'd just keep it up because I want to see that pretty face. Popular girl That was fans. my way of being like a creepy dad <laughs> and it just turned out creepy, so I apologize <laughs> to everyone. Popular girl fans, write in and tell us if you'd look at your face or your sock first. Yeah. Uh, we keep saying that, like, she is rotting, and that sounds scary. She just has, like, black dust on her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how it actually yeah, looks. Yeah, it's really not it's very scary at all. And, uh, immediately, uh, her friends... Uh, Take a picture of her. Like, oh, weird. Picture. Click. And then post it. Yeah. <laughs> the next day at school, we hear that her friend that the popular girl's friends are starting a GoFundMe yeah. for their rotting friend Darcy. <laughs> Go Robbie. Hey, how come this movie doesn't use real Instagram, but it does use real GoFundMe? Well, well also their GoFundMe though is a hat that yes. they're like put cash in this hat. <laughs> Go fund us. <laughs> this is a GoFundMe. What was their Instagram called? Pixa Picto. Pictograms. Pick Pick me. Picks a post. Picks a post. Picks a post. Yeah, you're right. Picks a post. We see at the next day at school, she's kind of like checking out this guy in her Chinese class. Um, This like hunky white dude, I suppose. He looks like like, he's 30. Yeah, I've got a crush on him. He kind of looks like Kellen Lutz, but not really. So she looks, she makes like googly eyes at this one guy in her class. Wish number two! And then when she comes home from school that day, yes, she does make wish number two. She wishes that the guy that she likes, what's his name, Paul? Oh, who knows? But she wishes... <laughs> Handsome man. She, she wishes that the, that he falls madly in love with her. And I should backtrack at this point and uh, explain a little something here. Um, after she... After she makes that wish about her... Um, mm-hmm. That gal rotting to death, her dog is... Her dog Oh, dies. yeah. Yeah, and, and then, we see the music box tinkle out of tune. Yeah, and then uh, a scene later, she's like trying to find her dog. She's like, where the fuck's my dog? And then she finds that her dog is dead. That's I'm weird. laughing because she crawls under the the uh, porch of a house and then a noise goes, Bloop! and two mice just fall out of the top of the screen. Those were rats and they're very clearly like pet rats, fancy rats. <laughs> fancy <you will>. rats. <laughs> they look soft and fuzzy. They, they just weren't greasy. shoot off the side of the screen. But then you see the rats and then you see that there's like dog entrails and kind of like a dog corpse and so she's pretty upset did I ever explain why briefly about her your dog, dog was dying. mauled by bear, bear bo- mauled by a bear or something? I think yeah. no, I think it got bit to death by rats. Oh. And the rats disemboweled it. Yeah. So after the first wish, her dog dies. After mm-hmm. the second wish, we see this scene, uh shortly after that second wish, we see this scene where her estranged Uncle August, who her dad tells tells her not to talk to. Um, mm-hmm. We see that he slips and falls in his bathtub, almost dies, and then definitely dies. Yeah, they do like a little trick out where he slips, hits the back of his head on the porcelain tub. It looks terrible. But it's a very nice bathtub. Oh, yeah. it's beautiful. He lives in a house that's modeled after the American Psycho apartment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It kind of looks like it, yeah. White and big, and there's mirrors in it. Uh, but then as the bathtub fills around him, and he's drowning he awakens 
and lifts his head very quickly and like impales his forehead on the faucet. Yeah, yeah. He bonks it on the on the faucet, and then that's what actually kills him. He gets double bonked yeah, to he, death. Yeah, <laughs> double bonked to death. Which leads us into Claire's third wish. Was Wait, that, who dies? Oh, he he dies. Right. Yeah, yeah, he dies from her second wish, and then mm-hmm. Claire's third wish was that she wishes that Uncle August would leave her everything. Um, Wish number five. <laughs> so you know, Claire and her dad they go from from living in a a big but I guess ugly unkempt house to a mansion with like modern looking furniture. Ooh la like, la! Da 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 da! <laughs> yeah, that's a scene. Imagine that. That's what she's doing with her. It's dad. like mid century modern, I'd say. Uh, very boxy. Yeah, you know, a lot of ninety degree angles. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have that that roof that everyone that triangle roof that everyone. Michael's imagines. doing the shape of a YMCA A. Right yeah, now. I mean, a. Uh, but it also has like weird curved sculptures yeah all around no for sure it's very of the moment hey I'd was say. i counting down the wishes or counting up the wishes because you confused. were counting, counting down, down and I'm yeah we're to, at like, five we just hit five you're good seven six five okay uh, there's a fun montage where she gets to go shopping with her friends. Oh, yes. Yay! It shows them what? Uh, shopping, eating food on the counter, taking selfies. Yeah. Doing all the things she gets a do. car. Oh, that's right. She opens a 401k. Her dad buys her a car, which I'm like, you're the rich one. She inherited the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She can't inherit the money, though, right? Like, as a minor, that's not how that works. No, she can. I think it just goes into a trust or whatever. I mean, it's a wish. It's been wish granted. Who knows where it comes from? He doesn't actually like You'd her. really have to take a look at that will, though. I had to talk to a wish attorney. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this movie, this is the first time, though, and it continues to reappear, where this movie has a real horrible time issue. It oh, has, yeah. yeah. Like, she'll make a wish, and anywhere between one hour to two years passed yeah. before like the <laughs> yeah. blood price the death is paid yeah um and this one is like we got the money and it cuts to them moving in even though you know it probably takes some time there's probably some paperwork to fill out i mean i'm not a lawyer not a wish lawyer i'm not a wish lawyer for sure <laughs> you get that wish law maybe you can get it really moving fast i don't know sure but then they go on the shopping spree and all of the above yeah, I don't know. How much money do you think they inherited from Uncle August? I don't know. 20 bucks? It, well, it was in, they in, inherited a house and then enough money to go shopping for a day. Get a car. Yeah. $800 purses. Woo, two of At them. At least two of them, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to direct our viewers to blank check if they want to see how to do it right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Isn't there, a, like, an adult woman who falls in love with the kid in that movie? No! In a big. No. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure there's, like, oh, a love maybe. interest Benjamin character. Benjamin Button. In blank check. Um, wish number four. <laughs> so that was her third wish, Uncle August, leaving her everything. She gets mm-hmm. it, but the price, the blood price that that she pays for that is that her really nice, mm-hmm. sweet, long braided neighbor. Eh. Uh, she she gets deathed by dishwasher. Oh, and it's such a good scene because they're like, she's she's cooking things, she's chopping celery with a knife, chopping she's, incorrectly. She's boiling something on. 
the stove. Then she puts celery bits in the in the garbage disposal and just sticks her hand She's in like, it and yeah. turns around. Why is my dish what is it called? Garbage disposal? Yeah. Why is it garbage disposal making all these rattly noises? Let me put my whole arm like down there. Oh, don't worry, it's fine. There's like seven shots of her almost her like rubbing up against the switch to turn it on yeah. while her hands down. And we're getting too. cutaway shot we're getting shots of her hand in the garbage disposal. Yeah. Eventually what happens is her braid falls into the sinkhole and then she's like looking in it or something yeah and then she and then her, she accidentally with her body or something <laughs> presses the switch to turn the garbage disposal on mm-hmm. and then it scalps her to death and she's stuck in this like the the pull of the dish of the garbage disposal uh on her hair eventually scalps her yeah yeah and breaks and breaks her neck oh yeah Yeah. breaks her simultaneously why not have both that's what the creators of this movie so that's how she dies it's kind of like a made for uh like a as seen on tv infomercial ad of like does this ever happen to you (laughs) why you don't use garbage disposals oh yeah when they're trying to sell you a product that's supposed to solve yeah it it would be a ponytail holder that (laughs) or a A ponytail sling yeah on her neck <laughs> sling. That's perfect. Uh, I also don't understand, but I mean, oh, sorry. What I was actually going to say, cut oh, all that out, Daniel. Thank got you. It. Uh, is life alert really would have helped her in that situation? It would have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, she would have died because they wouldn't have gotten there in time. But at least then someone would have found her body instead Sooner, of like yeah. seven months later. Or yeah, whatever. but while that's while she's dead by dishwasher um, disposal. Yeah, no, her she she gets her wish. Uh, Claire gets her wish that uh, Paul gets into her, whatever, falls madly in love with her. He uh, stops her in the hallway after talking to the girl he used to like. He stops yeah. Claire in the hallway and asks her out to senior scavenge. Ooh. And Ooh. she gets the butterflies. Ooh. She's like, oh my god, he totally likes me. But she's playing hard to get, too. He's like, but you just dumped your ex and I'm not mm-hmm. sure. To be fair, it's pretty fucked up to be all like, Later, honey. Walk past 16 lockers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then enter a new relationship. Water's in the tap in my locker. Excuse me, hello. I also enjoy your company. Please go with me to scavenger hunt. Well, he's under the... Like, he's under a wish. I mean, I get that that is why he's being gross, but were I the woman to be wooed? Were I the wooer? The yeah. woo, the, sorry, the wooer. If you were so lucky to have found a cursed magic box... Yeah, I just, and I don't know. I wish the boy liked you. I don't know. I just would want a little... Uh, well, you should have made that romance. wish. Make one wish where he breaks up with her, later wish where he dates you. Seems like Paul's a little dense. I don't know about Paul. I think he's just like all looks for her, but he didn't really seem very like yeah. suave or smart in any way. He was just like mm-hmm. generic guy to have a crush on. Those he's wishes re- went straight to his brain. He's a real <laughs> Kellen Lutz. <laughs> Sorry, Kellen Lutz. I know you're a long time listener. <laughs> and I'm not sure. Maybe you guys can help me. Um, I'm not sure when she and Paul actually start like dating. It's later. It's, it's later. And it's, I don't know, it, there's a scene it's around it's, it's around the popular wish is mm. when they actually start dating. Oh, that's yeah. true. Well, she gets invited to sit at the popular kid's table because of him, which leads her to wish for more popularity. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first, before, before that wish... Um, the wish get wish. The, the Chinese guy in her classroom, who's that guy 
in Unstoppable Her dear friend Ryan. Yeah, her his name is Ryan in this movie, and um, he likes to skateboard. <laughs> he does like to skateboard. He wears Vans. He wears Nixon. He, he wears, does an ollie. Yeah, on the lunch table, he's got like then. a Carhartt jacket on most of the time. Yeah, yeah he's very some cool. sort of beanie. Yeah, snapbacks or something. But he, I guess, she had shown him. She had asked him if he knew what. The You're Chinese. Chinese, read this box. Yeah, do you know what these characters mean? And he said, no, but my cousin, who's a slut for wontons, as he says, oh, God. Um, <laughs> she might know. So he... Uh, they go visit his cousin Gina. Yeah. Now, now up in the big city where she eats wontons and reads boxes. She has, has a loft. She has a loft in the city. It's got statues in it <laughs> yeah. and other art... Art. <laughs> yeah. Just art. Just art stuff. She explains to Claire and her cousin that the box is, uh, I don't know, some sort of wish box. And it's she says box. that you've got to abandon, lose, or sell the box, and then all the wishes that you've made on it will be undone. They don't seem to remember that really at all through this film. No, they forget that immediately. But there's also a blood price. Oh, yeah. She uh, ex- yeah. Gina Gina's the one who explicitly... Uh, explains that after every wish there's a blood price and so that explains why the dog died after the first wish mm. why uncle august died after the second wish why the neighbor died after the third wish yeah and so you'd think that claire doesn't make a fourth wish you'd think that she'd be like dang this thing is really weird and creepy and i don't really know even know where it came from i'm not gonna wish on this anymore i'm gonna just follow the rules abandon loser sell it and just like stop this but we wouldn't have a movie if that happened. Yeah, wouldn't it be nice to be popular? Yeah, oh, she just wants to be one of the popular girls, even though she's not even that fucking unpopular. She's got friends. They seem nice. They also establish seven wishes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, seven wishes. Gina tells her it has seven wishes. She just needs to check herself into Wishers Anonymous. Yeah. Get in that 10-step program. Get out of these wishing <laughs> things. But she's addicted to wishes. I hear I hear after, I hear after the 10th step, though, you lose your soul. Oh, no, the Yagua gets you. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's... I keep... I, I've missed a lot of what cousin Gina said. She had a lot to say. Oh, yeah. Just, like, All the movie is right in that one scene. Yeah. yeah. So after the seventh wish, what happens, Mike? Oh, uh, so the box was created by a lady in World War II yeah. who wanted vengeance upon her enemy. put her in a train and her family died. And so she made a deal with the Yaogwai. Which, a Chinese a, demon, there which, they explain. Which, according to Ryan, is a demon of the Chinese variety. That's right. Of the Chinese persuasion. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Uh, and that, uh, I, I don't know if we learn it then, but later on we'll learn that after the seventh wish, the Yaogwai takes the wishes so well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But she's still just like, whatever, I don't fucking care. <laughs> Bullshit! <laughs> shut up, Gina. I wish you'd shut up. Yeah. So you got me a boyfriend. <laughs> Gina doesn't know shit. I want all the wishes. So she makes a fourth fucking wish, you guys. She wishes that her dad would stop being so embarrassing. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's I one. love that. And this is the best wish because literally all it does, the only <laughs> thing that changes, is now instead of like wearing like a tough guy's workman's blue collar jacket and mm-hmm. having... Uh, I would say it's more of a 10 o'clock shadow. He shaves <laughs> down to a 5 o'clock shadow, puts on a black button-up shirt. He signs up for one of those boxes that sends you clothes. Uh, <laughs> hello, Stitch Fix. I get mine once a month, and I send back four things. Oh. <laughs> um, 
And then he starts playing the saxophone. And by playing the saxophone, I mean he starts pretending to play the saxophone while the saxophone plays behind him. Oh, it's so good. Because when they move out of their house into the big fancy mansion, uh, Claire's like, are you bringing your saxophone, Dad? You haven't played that since Mom died. And he's like, eh, anything can happen. And then cut to post-wishing for cool Dad. He's just standing down in the lobby. Tooting away on that saxophone, saxophone mournfully. Her friends are watching the cool dad play the sax, and her friend, one of her friends, is like, "Hey, this is gonna be weird, or whatever." What is she? Your dad's hot sauce. Yeah, Your dad is hot sauce. Like sriracha. Oh, more like ghost pepper sauce. God, <laughs> aardvark sauce is the best hot sauce. Come on, aardvark sauce. No, I did oh, recently I really like try. That. Yeah, it's aardvark so is bomb. I don't know what that is. Tiger sauce is pretty fucking good too. Hey, we need to back up. We skipped over Daniel's favorite dialogue, and I just want to take a moment. Oh, Which boy. was well, Ryan has some things to explain to uh, Claire when they're on their way to Gina's house about oh, yeah. the multiverse. Oh! <laughs> yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, they have the world's dumbest conversation, hinting at kind of what's going on in the movie. Is it? It's like, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, th- they're getting in a fake flirt argument about how. Hey, Claire, you should apologize because in first grade you farted and blamed it on me and it was very embarrassing. And he's like, well, maybe there's a multiverse where I farted and you got in trouble. And she's like, a multiverse? Those are cool. And he goes, you dig on multiverses? (laughs) Uh, I'm pretty sure he says you dig on the multiverse. (laughs) Which reminded me of all those shitty Rick and Morty fans who ruined Rick and Morty for everyone else who appreciates that show at a comfortable and appropriate level. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of sauces. All those fans it just got super fucking mad about that Szechuan sauce not being carried by all McDonald's locations because they're entitled to all the sauce that they always want every day and every time. I kind of view that as some sort of wish upon scenario. <laughs> <laughs> they wish for the sauce, but then they, there wasn't enough. Yeah. The uh, blood price is Dan Harmon's so uh, You must wait in the McDonald's for eight hours. All those losers can go to the multiverse and get the fuck out of my world and just yeah. <laughs> give me a Alone. That's at Third Act Saviors. <laughs> I mean, Rick and Morty's fucking cool, but like, you don't have to get like super shitty about it. Um, like wish number four or five, four. Uh, let's see. Her wish number. We're counting four. down. I'm conf- I'm not counting down. I'm counting up. Oh, so. Which wish is on your list? Yeah. So we wish number your four. kiss. <laughs> your kiss is on my list. Four. Wish number four was that her dad would stop being embarrassing. Mm-hmm. We find that the blood price for that is that Gina fucking dies by fake bullhorn impaling of her eye. Yeah, she trips in her apartment during a power outage. Yes. It took me forever to pick up on the fact that this movie, whenever it shows someone that's obviously about to die, does a bunch of fake foreshadowing for ways that you think they're going to die, but won't actually. But they don't. It gets very, very blatant by the end of the movie, but it shows Gina just walking around. The power goes out. She goes out on the balcony balcony during a thunderstorm. That's a railing all around Yeah, it's like a fire escape, but like a huge fire escape. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Her phone stops working, starts working. She makes a phone call. She drops it. You think maybe she might fall. Maybe she might fall to her death. I thought for sure the whole metal railing would be struck by lightning during the thunderstorm and collapse maybe who yeah. knows but she successfully evades all of those things and walks inside and trips on the carpet and uh, impales her face on a, a statue one. yeah roll the one critical failure you fall on a bull statue and die so and blood price is paid just as a heads up this movie is literally just final destination yeah except instead of it being death trying to claim back the souls 
and setting up elaborate accidents to kill people. Mm-hmm. It is instead a monkey's paw situation. It's it's the world's laziest monkey's paw. Oh, I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying they just like they were like, we got chocolate and peanut butter. Let's put them together and make poop. Yeah. <laughs> and that's this movie. There's only one be careful what you wish for, though. That's what bugs me yeah, about this movie. These are ironic deaths at all. It's just like, yeah, and somebody keels over. Yeah. Like, I think Uncle, Uncle August's death is so perfect to use an example of why, like, the deaths that happen aren't, they don't really make sense. There's nothing really, like, no. smart about how they die. Uncle August, who we barely even know. In yeah, the he's movie, had one line. He just slips and falls in his tub. There's there's nothing related to, like, his character or to the other characters that explains any of these deaths. They're just no. kind of like the people that you saw. Well, I think you said it, Daniel. The people that you saw previously in the, in a scene or two ago are the ones that die a scene oh, yeah. or two later. <laughs> yep. Uh, Whenever not... you meet someone new, it's oh, like, oh, that's the next dead person. Yeah. But it's... you're not going to, like, guess how they're going to die because it's just like, yeah, he hits his head on a... A golf club hits him. He's dead. Yeah, it's not really very smart, I'd say. Um, so after Gina dies, we don't really we don't find out until a little later that Gina dies. But we cut to this scene where Clara's back at school and her friends are mad at her because mm. she's kind of like sitting with Paul um, at she, the po- at the popular people's table. Yeah. Paul's friends don't like that she's coming to sit with Paul because she's still like. The unpopular girl, I suppose. Her dad picks trash. Yeah, so they they leave the table when she arrives at the table, but mm-hmm. you know she's there with Paul. And um, that uh, that afternoon when she gets home from school, she's like, "I wish I was the most popular girl in school," and uh, that's a pretty big wish for someone of her age. And she pays a price for it. Some sort of blood price. Some sort of blood <laughs> price. <laughs> Not a Fisher Price. A random acquaintance will die. (laughs) Oh, no. Well, before she plays that blood price, first she has to have the night of her life. Oh, my God. The best party that has ever been partied. Yes. She goes to this house party because Paul invites her to this house party, and everyone loves that oh, she's arrived. They're all clapping and giving him a thumbs oh my up. God. She's twirling. She's feeling it. She's like, "Man, I'm so fucking popular." Oh my god, is she so? Po- Everybody loves that she's here. Yes. Our favorite part, though, is that the only set decoration <laughs> is a stack <laughs> of like twenty five red solo cups and like one half filled bottle of two liter Sprite. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Sprite and ginger. Ale, and it's time to go, dudes. Oh, I'm gonna be so. I'm gonna be on a sugar high. No caffeine. I'm no. gonna be up until like twelve thirty tonight. Also, <laughs> funny because like in that after in those extras that we saw after the movie, she's like, "Wow, the props really make the scene." Yeah. And then this scene, like the only props there are empty red solo cups and this like squirt or squirt knockoff <laughs> or sprite. I don't know ginger ale turned around so the label empty. can't be shown. Yeah, yeah, it's it's turned around lemon lime soda for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's silly. Has anyone who made this movie or that Chinese box, I guess, if we're staying in fiction, actually been a teenager? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think any movies about teens are made by teens, really, at all. It's just a weird idea made by adults of a previous generation at all. Well, I don't know. What's being popular like? People clapping and screaming wherever you go? (laughs) It's probably that. Go rot, Daniel! (laughs) No! Yeah, Ugh. so she goes to this house party, and it, it I don't know, it looks all right. doesn't seem that I mean, cool, but fine. everyone's cheering for her. She kisses Paul, right? Yeah, yeah. they make out. Back deck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's cool now. 
Yeah, this movie is makes a wish, shows the effect of the wish, random person dies. Yeah. <laughs> and this scene is the effect of the wish scene. And I guess earlier before this wish, or maybe shortly after this, she kind of notices that someone is lurking outside of her bedroom window and she doesn't know who it is i don't know it, it, yeah we get that can i spoil the surprise yeah it's paul do. it's her boyfriend because she wished that he turned madly in love with her and i guess that makes him go crazy and like lurk out of her bedroom window and take hella pics of her and, he becomes a stalker in yeah, a very unhealthy, uh scary way edward colon sort of way oh that's kind of right i yeah. hate team edward i don't see what people get in that guy team jacob all the way team that's what jacob. i said you're biased I mean, get out of here i am both biased. of you I am you're biased. both werewolves and you know it i know i'm a werewolf i mean none of those teens in those movies in twilight are that great but yeah, if you jacob. have to go pick between one hashtag team and the other hashtag team you gotta pick team jacob i was up with jacob until he imprinted on that baby (laughs) i didn't get that part yet very oh uh, i'm only two movies in oh it could be any baby i'm watching it with my friend any baby shout out to marge yeah marge Marge. sorry we're spoiling about the baby uh imprintment (laughs) you rock marge Anyway, um... Wish number five! No, we're wish. counting down. We're counting Four, down, right? Three. three. So, wish... <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't know numbers! Medium wish! <laughs> so her fifth wish was that she was the most popular girl in school. Mm-hmm. The price that she ultimately paid for that was that her... I'm gonna go there. Just Yeah, just her rip friend, off that band-aid. Her friend Meredith dies, but the whole like lead-up to her best friend Meredith dying oh, is... Yeah. Is this like will it or won't it with um, kind of like scene switching back of her dad in a really precarious situation on a dark road. Changing a flat. Changing a flat. A tire gets shot at him. And then her friend is alone in a glass elevator at this hotel at the Mm -hmm. senior scavenge. Uh, I would like to just say, just as a P, as, as a well, PSA, that's the words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. PSA. Be, be careful changing your tires, people. Especially yeah. when you get a flat on the road. I mean, call AAA. Don't change it. Roads on the side facing the road. Especially at fucking nighttime. I'd yeah. rather fall on my own sword. <laughs> <laughs> I'm changing that flat. Uh, get, let me get under my car. What a terrible... Like, hey, he's fine. He, he's he good. is fine, but you really shouldn't take your chances. I agree agree with mike you you gotta just be call triple a guys especially when your daughter's making wishes willy-nilly yeah he doesn't know anything about his daughter you never know who around you has made like a <laughs> pact with the blood god or something. yeah it's it's really scary out there with all those boxes that you can wish upon he's not that cool of a dad if he's changing a tire at night that's what i say wish box oh. it's true also she's not that cool riding her bicycle around without a helmet yeah all willy-nilly yeah true. it's called road safety yeah claire she picked up. up bad habits from her dad it's true no more positive role models in cinema these mm-hmm. days they're all like, no one smokes anymore, but they all ride bicycles without helmets. They all learned it from Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> <laughs> They're all changing light bulbs without rubber-soled shoes. What's her uh, name, Dot? Pee Wee and Dot are different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't wear helmets, I'm just saying. So, Meredith dies, and it's really sad because she's kind of the only one in the movie who, even if she's a little bit outspoken, she's also telling the most truth in the movie. She's oh, for like, sure. Her and Ryan. She's, she's telling her friend, hey, you're treating us like shit. You stop talking to us, and why should we be nice to you or whatever? 
Um, she's just kind of dishing it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was mad at Meredith for celebrating someone getting gangrene. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah I was right. also mad at that. I chalked that up to teens being shitty. Like, all of the, mov- all of the teens in this movie were sure. pretty shitty. I'm on Team Ryan, who was just like, don't make wishes on that box. <laughs> Team Ryan was like a, like... Katrina had said, "Team Ryan is not the perfect guy either. He no. referred to his cousin as the slut who loves wontons. Mm-hmm. He was said something weird about having sex with Claire. Yeah, in the multiverse, they would have done it already. I mean, like, I've, I've gotten my share of shitty, gross comments from teen boys when I was a teen girl, so... I don't want to make excuses for that, but... I don't even have it, a wish box. It was gross. I don't know. Ryan's all right, but he's not... So. Don't worry, a nine-year-old screenwriter made him say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to be in high school. Smeg, that's in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so shortly after Meredith dies, um, we, I don't know, there's this one scene where Ryan, the her Chinese <laughs> friend, reveals to Claire that he's got kind of like a crime wall is that what you called it crime yeah wall? he's got a crime wall of like the box and previous owners of the box newspaper clippings mm-hmm. um yarn he, tied between thumbtacks yeah i i think he would have just found that on the internet and like printed that shit out but no there was like newspaper clippings and old photos and whatever why does anyone print that stuff out you just get it on your computer you don't have to print it because so you're the movie audience can see Diego. <laughs> yeah so from now on i'm gonna make my movie characters discuss their uh conspiracy theories in well-organized powerpoint presentation <laughs> yeah, that's right i want the words to like z- like twirl onto the scene Ooh. word art yeah and then, and then star wipe out i want like a banner like that says the title of this the um cell what did you call slides yeah. yeah oh you know what my least favorite businessism is mm. when people refer to a powerpoint presentation as a slide deck oh. get out of here i Come still on. get out of here i still call them decks i call i never called it a deck i called it a slideshow the only thing that's a deck are those little skateboards used on your fingertips yeah, yeah. yeah that's a deck. 90s kids remember those. do you remember slammers oh yeah as in pogs no like the little like oh, the round no. circle toys that you threw them on the ground and then they would say like hilarious as in pogs no <laughs> they, they were like pogs to make him flip up? i know what a pog is guys <laughs> i'm talking about slammers they're like little plush round toys that had like goofy faces on are they them. squishy like beanie and cottony i don't know michael i think was looking them up you threw them on the ground and they would go like yuck or oh they're tossing? silly slammers silly? these guys yeah silly slammers they kind of look like silly slammers. They kind of look like beanbags, but like was, beanbags had face. It was an Austin Power silly slammer. Oh my god, Daniel, buy it right now. There's a oh, lot Doctor of- Evil and Austin. So buy they- it, buy <laughs> it, buy <laughs> it. Hello, eBay. They weren't just like random generic faces. I guess they were also referencing other characters and. Oh. Pop culture, too. I Only suppose. six pounds. <laughs> of slammer? Are you, are you ready for those? <laughs> That's a heavy pounds? slammer. It's English, like Austin Powers. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, it's number two. Um, so he reveals that he, there's a. He reveals his crime wall to her, and mm-hmm. then she. Um, I guess he's like telling her, like, you better not make any more wishes. And... Does he tell him the story of Jerry O'Connell, the haunted oh, tale yeah. of Jerry O'Connell? Oh, oh shit! Yeah. Jerry O'Connell was in this movie. Give this. Give this uh, so Ryan explains to her that he's done a little research. Also, he's like, oh, I translated some more of the letters, or I looked up more of this because they just like there's there's like six words on this box, and they only got around to five of them. 
so after the seventh wish, the your, your the Yagwai comes to steal your soul. Also, he researches that there was a soldier who was stationed in China who came back, and then he had a great life, and he had lots of kids, but then all of his kids died, and he got all sad, and he locked himself in a mansion, and he burned himself, played by Jerry O'Connell. Mm. He's just, like, Ryan is giving the um, kind of a history of the previous owners of this box. Yeah. <laughs> to explain how the box traveled in a boomerang from... His- <laughs> Uh, Claire's mom's possession to two other guys and then back into Claire's family well, was, by chance. It was the two guys, then Claire. It was those two guys in the past and then Claire's mom. And then one of the guys, the Nate. Oh, I don't wait. Maybe you're right. Jerry, O'Connell up Jerry O'Connell's mansion's garbage can, which makes no sense, right? Like there's no way that works out time line wise. Yeah, it went from a garbage can into some rich guy's possession and then back into but a it, garbage can. But at some point, it was also in his mom's, her mom's possession. I think it was it was Soldier Man from World War Two. I'm going to put a crime wall up. Hold on, everybody. It was Soldier Man from World War Two, and uh-huh. then there's no information okay. on his crime wall. But then there's information about Jerry O'Connell, whose house is a couple of blocks away from their house. Yeah. And so after he burned his house down and died... Theoretically, the box ended up in the trash can, and because no, they get it out of Jerry O'Connell's garbage can. That's what I'm saying. Oh, but when Jerry O'Connell mom, burned down, when does his her house? mom get the box before Jerry O'Connell yeah. does? Okay, I like that the house burned down and they just scooped up the remains and put it on the curb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So did Jerry O'Connell pick it out of? Her garbage can or mom's garbage? He's like, well, maybe his dad was a trash collector. <laughs> I guess so. Did we ever learn how Jerry O'Connell got it? I'm Probably sure they from said the it. trash, since her mom put it in the trash. It have to be, right? I don't know. Who cares? Oh, <laughs> no. boy. The maybe, screenwriter didn't know any Maybe he way. got it at an antiques Roadshow. or whatever. He's anyway. Like, no Mogwai. Claire First box hides was. the box in, like, the vent, and then she finds out that she lost the box. Like, she goes back to this vent with Ryan, and... Um, and then she's like, where the fuck is... Well, she doesn't say this, but she's like, where's the box? It's um, disappeared. Where's the box? It's gone, and she starts to... Uh, all of her wishes start coming undone. Mm-hmm. The uh, the girl who was rotting, she's now back at school. And mean. And mean again. She throws orange juice at Claire. It sucks. Um, she's not popular anymore. Yeah, she's not popular. Uncle August, they find out, forgot to pay taxes for 10 years, so I have to move back to their home that... It looks really nice, but they just didn't take care of it. Yeah, her dad's a, a I guess, like, I don't know, after the loss of your mom slash wife, you know, it's just, it sucks to take care of a house, but... Well, they, she wished her dad was cool. He should take care of it now. I know. I mean, he's still... I <laughs> well, guess, that wish went away, Jacob. Yeah, he's, yeah. She lost the box. Not hey, that cool anymore. Doing yard work is cool. Doing yard work is cool. <laughs> Don't let anyone tell you different. I beg to disagree. <laughs> I think it's cool if you can take care of your home. Anyway. Uh, uh, prior to this, uh, Paul slits his wrist. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> By the way, Paul God. tries to kill himself. Yes. Yeah, Paul does try to kill himself because he, the I guess the peak of his um, love for Claire is that she breaks up with him. Mm-hmm. And he's so sad about it. He sends her all these texts like, I'm so, I can't live without you. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Desperate texts. He you know steals into her bedroom at night and he has a dagger. <laughs> yeah, as you do. I don't. He's got a dagger and he uh, slits his wrists uh, with the dagger. And then the ambulances come and her life is just unraveling. And uh-huh. you can see the effect that 
that this is taking on Claire, who she she's so wish hungry at this point. She just needs. She's got two more coming to her. She just got to get a sweet taste of that wish box. She she uh, they're portraying her like a wish addict, where mm-hmm. she's just desperate for this wish, and she goes to her friend's locker. Uh, what Barb's Barb Barb yeah, Barb. She, she walks over Barb. to her friend Barb's locker and she finds that Barb actually took the box from the vent. Mm-hmm. <gasps> what is so she, she must have busted into her house. So there were multiple people breaking into her room that night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She passes Paul on or Ryan on the way out and goes in and gets the box. Yeah, they oh, hey, of, Paul. <laughs> yeah, give a little high five. Like, we know about this wishing wish box thing. Um but what happens? So she says she's they Barb, wrestle for the box. Yeah, they they do wrestle for the box, Daniel. They do, and then she's Barbara's like saying, "I've got two sisters at home. Um, <laughs> I don't I, wish I'm... I don't want them. I guess they don't. <laughs> she doesn't want their her two sisters to to stumble upon and wish upon this box. I don't know. I think what she's saying is, you can't have it anymore because everyone's dying. Yeah, you can't I have handle. two sisters at home, so I can't die. So quit yeah. making fucking wishes. Or those two sisters are like side characters in your life also but not in this they movie and if you mm. keep wishing they might get got oh i thought i thought it was what i think was karen was saying that the she had to keep it in her locker because she couldn't have her yeah. sisters getting into that uh, wish, uh, into that sweet wish juice yeah that's what i was thinking when mm. i saw that scene teens yeah. only <laughs> yeah but she definitely <laughs> takes it for claire's protection yeah, yeah. She's, she's trying. I mean, she seems like she's trying to do a good job with I the don't only be- friend that she's got left of like, I mm-hmm. don't want you to wish for any more things. You're losing control with your wishes. She I don't believe wise. Barb would have used the box. I don't believe so either. But fucking Claire pushes her down the stairs. Daniel's right. They got into a wrestle and Claire's like desperately trying to grasp this box out of Barb's hands. And then mm-hmm. she there's a tussle. And then she pushes Barb down the stairs or something. Oh, yeah. And Ryan looks at her in shame, and she takes the box and runs. (laughs) Runs back to her bed. (laughs) Yes. The safe place where all the best wishes come from. (laughs) But she also threatens Ryan. You really walk away or I'll wish it you. I'm gonna wish this shit out of you, Ryan. Yeah, she... That was such a dumb part of this movie where she's like, I swear to God, I'll wish upon you. I got two wishes and I'll use one on you, you son of a bitch. (laughs) She's really messed up. Claire's really messed up emotionally. She Mm -hmm. she knows that she's losing control. Her dad's not cool anymore. (laughs) Yeah. That's the worst. <laughs> but yeah, she she knows that she's losing control. She's crying. She goes back home from school and she's crying hard because mm-hmm. her life sucks and her wishes are coming undone. And then she fucking makes another fucking just, wish. Well, she just, knows how to do it now. Yeah. She's going to beat the box at its own game. Yeah. She wishes that her mother never committed suicide. This is either wish number two and or wish number six, depending on which direction you are going. Wish number two or six. <laughs> less exciting when you have to say or <laughs> sorry that's how it is <laughs> guys correct me now i gotta do both so in this multiverse and i think daniel's right here where there was kind of like foreshadowing this idea of the multiverse yeah they have szechuan this, sauce in this one yes <laughs> where every location has too much of it oh ironic <laughs> <laughs> it's on all the burgers where every location has too much szechuan sauce and her would you like please alive. take some szechuan sauce please <laughs> for free just take it oh, it's all my fries. we're running out of barbecue and honey Mustard, please someone take the Szechuan 
my, my car is covered in Szechuan sauce. I can't leave. And the monkey's paw finger curls There's in. There's no more water in the multiverse. Only Szechuan sauce. Because these assholes treated McDonald's employees like shit for it. We're all dying of dehydration. The Szechuan sauce is too salty. And Rick and Morty was never shown. <laughs> anyway, she wishes that her mother never committed suicide and then like all of a sudden her bedroom fills up with sunlight oh. and her mother's voice oh. calls calls to her in Akaya. her bedroom. Kalaya. Yeah. I've come, got your twins come here. Come down. It's your birthday. <laughs> Open your presents. It's like a, the best day ever for Claire. Clara. Claire? Was it her birthday before? No. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There's a, earlier it's like happy birthday and she's going to school or whatever. I bought you more garbage cursed items. Yeah. <laughs> So, I found this monkey's paw. <laughs> you see in this alternate universe that her mom's alive, that she's got two uh, adorable she's siblings. She's got twin sisters, yeah, twin which, sisters. I'm sorry, is cursing a... Yeah. yeah, that's not necessarily good for Claire. That's a terrifying. I've only seen movies where twins are evil and mm-hmm. or trying to trick their parents into reuniting. I, yeah, It's good that they don't <laughs> name the twins because they quickly disappear. Yeah, yeah, so in this um in this alternative alternative universe mm-hmm. where her mom's alive, her dad is also working outside with the tree cutting man, and there's chainsaw. Oh, that's his trash friend, Carl. Oh, yeah. was that Carl? <laughs> that's Carl holding the chainsaw above his head. <laughs> oh, with it I didn't know that was Carl. Uh, oh yeah. Also, I do also want to point out. So Carl is uh, the dad's trash picking friend. Yep. Uh, and then when dad becomes cool, he also becomes his dad's drummer. <laughs> No, he becomes his dad's bass player. There's a drummer what? who's just a random extra playing the drum. I thought Carl was drumming. No, he's playing the sick bass. Oh, okay, cool. Carl and then has he becomes... no lines in this, really. No. He's, he's got like two or three. Which are just he's got like, like hey, there's trash. He's, yeah. got, he's got like, this will be like old times. Thanks, kiddo. Half sentences. Yeah, yeah nothing. Uh, after the accident that's in this later scene happens, Carl goes, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> the way, the blood price that, that Claire pays for her mom never having committed suicide is that her dad gets got by the chainsaw that Carl... Carl just drops a chainsaw on him. <laughs> she's like yelling like a mad... She... Uh, what happens is Claire hears the sound of a chainsaw outside and sees that her dad and her and his friend Carl are outside using a chainsaw to cut a tree limb and she's like no she runs down the stairs she makes this giant scene it startles carl he drops the chainsaw on her dad's head and that's how he dies yep are we sure that's the blood price, or was this just an unrelated chainsaw? <laughs> <laughs> they are being very irresponsible, irresponsible with the chainsaw. I'd also like to s- r- remind everyone that before this happens, we go up to the mother's painting attic. Mm. Yeah, that's right. And we discover her mother had painted the box! Ah! Uh, yep. Claire yells at the painting for a while. Yeah, it was your fault, yeah. mother! It was always your fault, she says, or something. I'm joining army, mother! Then <laughs> she's like, I know how to unbox this box, the one wish that can never go wrong. She makes her seventh and final wish. Wish number seven or one! I want to go back to the morning my dad found you. Or she, She's like... Tell, she's yelling at the box as she's wishing upon it. She, piece of shit. she wishes. She tells the box that this is her final wish, and um, and then the the wish comes true. That you problem solved. You see that like she wakes up from a, this terrible, I guess, dream. This just which like was the beginning of the movie. Alternate universe. Yeah. Yep. There's another alternate universe, and she wakes up in it, and it's like time reversed. And, Medium amount of Szechuan sauce now. Yeah, just the regular. 
I don't know, whatever kind. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's back to that same morning of the of the of the box incident. Yeah, yeah everything's hunky dory this time mm-hmm. though. All, everyone that is dead is undead. Yeah, we especially the dog. We literally very cute. Pass good boy. everyone mm-hmm. who has died. Oh, hello, dog. Oh, hello, neighbor lady. I'm so glad mm-hmm. you're not dead, all of you. Oh, mm-hmm. hello, dad. Oh, hello. Blonde gal. Yeah. Blonde gal, Meredith. Uh... We never see Gina, but she's the only dead person that we that we don't see real live. Yeah, but she does say to Ryan, like, your cousin rules. And he's like, okay. <laughs> I hear she's a slut for wontons. Take these. <laughs> I do know that. <laughs> so Claire is feeling great. She's like, wow, I'm so smart. I outsmarted this box. I don't have an addiction anymore. And life is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Let me go up to this guy and like, even though in this universe, they never had this conversation uh-huh. about him farting or whatever <laughs> yeah the fart combo she goes up to him and she's like hey by the way guy barely talked to you i'm sorry that in sixth grade or whatever um i farted I th- on you or whatever <laughs> yeah i farted on your face and then you cry mm-hmm. i don't know what she says yeah it's close enough but then he's like oh oh you dig multiverses you, too <laughs> yeah. yeah oh you dig on the multiverse he says again yeah. fulfilling daniel's dreams he loves the multiverse and she's like yeah i do love the multiverse and by the way your cousin gina um anyway <laughs> maybe we'll like go on a date or whatever let's go on a date but first can you just bury this box don't look in the box uh, don't look in the bag she yeah bury she, this box it's in this bag i know oh, you can feel it's a box but I've, don't look at it i skipped over one tiny detail on the more on the morning that she wakes up and and mm, it just mm-hmm. it, she thinks that everything's gone back to since before the box See, was even has discovered so far she goes with her dad and his friend carl to go trash hunting because she knows that's the morning where they picked it up mm-hmm. so she finds it in the garbage herself and she's yeah. like oh shit let me hide this i know exactly what this is i'm gonna put this in my tiny backpack i have a foolproof plan to get rid of this box tell someone else to throw it away for me <laughs> yes <laughs> just like completely making her problem someone else's oh yeah um well, could it be that she knows she's about to die? No. No, I think she thinks she's outsmarted it. No, because if she knew she was going to die, I think she would bury it herself. Mm-hmm. Right. But would she have time? Yeah. She or had would time. She... Just don't go to school. Sure. You'd die in a shovel accident. Yeah. Die in a shovel accident. She'd fall in, box would be buried with her or whatever. Yeah. So She says, hey, Ryan, here's things. Now you trust me. Bury this because I'm going to die any moment. She's, I, I think she's just being like, she's just doing this thing where she's like, oh, just get this to herself, very selfishly thinking, like, I want this box. I would just want to get rid of mm-hmm. it. I'm abandoning it by giving it to this person. And, and I'm naive enough to think that he's not going to open this bag <laughs> and look at it, look at whatever's inside well, himself. Well, he's very smart. Well, she hands him this black bag with a thing inside that she says, don't look at it. And then immediately after that, car hits her and it's kind of like in mean girls yeah when, when um it is a very hilarious car hit yeah her. it is it uh, it's funny a car bonks her and she goes flying yeah her body just a flip 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 and she's dead and everyone like gets out of their car and everyone's in shock and that car was driven by bully girl yes. yeah and it's she kind didn't of, even see her and it's kind of full circle because at the beginning the car almost hits her but it mm. doesn't mm. and the bully girl just saw like I'm a driving here. <laughs> and the camera slowly pans into the eyeball of dead Claire. The end. Or not. Oh, yeah. maybe not. But then at mid-credits, Samuel L. Jackson. I'm peeing. <laughs> and we're like, Jacob, stop it. Hey, the Avengers Initiative. 
as uh, as the credits roll, Samuel L. Jackson steps out of the shadows and says, Hello, Box, I'd like to speak to you <laughs> yeah. about the Avengers Initiative. No, that's not what happens, Michael. Ryan's it? there, and he's going to bury the box because he's like, My friend just died, but I should... Oh. I'll just take care of this. My acquaintance died. <laughs> but wouldn't you know it? He opens the bag, he sees the box, and then he has a has a moment where he just kind of sits there looking at it. And then he reads... <laughs> the Chinese. Oh, seven Wishes. In the beginning of the movie, we heard from him that he couldn't really yeah. read. Yeah. Oh, no, that was his teacher. His teacher couldn't really read... Mm. Yeah, well, he should not be in that guy's class, because that guy's a dummy. <laughs> yeah, well, know. apparently there's like... Each so the box is what a hexagon or something. Yeah, yeah. and each side octagon. an octagon. Is it an octagon? Yeah, it's not an octagon. I don't know. I have no idea. Anyway, <laughs> on on each side there's 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 characters, mm-hmm. and some of them some people can read some of the time. They don't even try <laughs> to explain it. They're just like oh, uh, whatever's convenient. Like, oh, this side's an ancient Chinese or whatever. Yeah, that's, what the, eh. that's exactly eh, what they yeah. do. This is the laziestly written movie. Yes, like I agree. Like, a thousand percent. There's not even a tiny bit of effort to make how the people die, what our wishes are, what's on the bottom. I don't even try to begin to make it, like... Yeah. Tie together. No, there's just, like... Uh, there's seven wishes, so what are the seven things you wish for? Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and that makes seven people die. Let's make seven characters. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Movie's over. And they don't even do the interesting thing of trying to beat the box until the very final wish. I want that to be like starting at wish four, and then yeah, you go through yeah. a bunch of crazy bullshit. That would be way better. Yeah, way that, better movie. And she really early on understands like when I make a wish, someone dies. And I'll just do a couple more wishes, just to you know, yeah, just to get, yeah. get my feeling going. I don't know. I still think my new reading of this movie is that at the end she makes that wish, knowing that she has now saved everyone's life, but will sacrifice her own. I guess so. Yeah, sure. sure. That's yeah. too generous. I think that's too generous. But it's good to think it, think sure. of her in a positive way, I suppose. I no. think that this movie was written with, uh, through the eyes of its target audience, which is a bunch of teens at a sleepover. Yeah, they sure. They're like, let's put some scary images loosely strung together. But not too scary not images. Not too scary. PG-13 scary uh, images. At most. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We watched the unrated version, which just must be a different cut that the MPAA didn't see. Yeah, it's not yeah. violent yeah, at yeah, all. Yeah, there's no boobs. There's no gore, really. There's no. the wrist slashing, which was... The lady's scalp was, like, mildly... Yeah, yeah the lady's uncom- scalp I mean, was the worst. We, maybe Jacob and I are desensitized, though. We've been watching horror movies all throughout this month, so... Uh. And they've all been way gorier than this. I but. think for a teen PG-13 horror movie, this one is uh, a 7 on the gore scale. Sure. For I'd a PG-13 that. teen horror movie. It's gorier than like When a Stranger Calls. Or but not, not a, like, but not by much. It's but not by much, just, no. Just but I mean, smattering. it's not as gory as like... You know, Evil Dead. No, or Scream, or whatever. Yeah, none of the hard R's. I just can't believe how lazy it is. Yeah, so normally if a a movie is lacking in gore, if a scary movie is lacking in gore, then it kind of makes up for it in, like, psychological thriller, but this movie did not (laughs) at all. Yeah, this movie is a PowerPoint presentation of a horror Mm -hmm. movie. It's Mm -hmm. like, moving on to the next wish, which is for this, and uh, a character dies Mm -hmm. in a fashion that we will determine by spinning this wheel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Also, I think that's right. Her wishes, like nothing bad ever happens out of the wish, aside from when she says that guy needs to fall in love with her madly. Yeah, yeah. but like, I mean, 
the normal things happen. I want to be popular, and then so my non-popular friends start disliking me. But that's the same that you would get, and you do get, in every other teen movie. That's the plot of Mean Girls, and she doesn't have a monkey's paw in Mean Girls. No, that's Although. the plot of Mean Girls. That's the plot of, uh, oh boy, that one that I love. Come on. Uh, Can't Buy Me Love. Okay. All right. Sure. Yeah. If she just stopped wishing halfway through, the movie's like, yeah, she's fine. What yeah. if all the people died as a direct consequence of her wishes? Yeah, that'd be better. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish yeah. that guy would fall madly no, in love with me. That's monkey's paw. Yeah. Yeah, and then he commits suicide. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Have her. Sure. Yeah, that would be a good movie version of this. But, but it's, it's so is... easy! <laughs> yeah! It's a small change! <laughs> it but... wouldn't have hurt or made the movie different in any other way, except for it would be that much more watchable. Well, we except have, like... that requires... So, I, I, this is a teen horror movie, which to me is one step, like literally. Like, I if, I, if, I, if I was standing still... It would be one footstep away if my uh, from Kevin High School Gordon. Musical mm. from from Xenon, a girl of the twenty first century. I never saw that either. Mm-mm. From any Disney Channel original movie. Oh, Johnny Tsunami. This is one step away from Johnny Tsunami. I only know in that. In fact, movie. Johnny Tsunami might have a little bit more work in it. There's than this Johnny Tsunami does. is a better movie than this for sure. My I didn't have cable, so my friend. My best friend Kimberly, what up, Kim? Um, hey, Kim. She hey, Kim. she recorded it for me on VHS. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. Oh, that's nice. On VHS, that's so cute. She did that for me and my sisters. How was it? It was great. He likes to snowboard. Yeah, snowboarding. This, the urchins they called the snowboarders. Mm. There was more at stake and a better story in Johnny Tsunami than this. I I, I agree with you. I guess what I'm trying to say is that when you make a teen horror movie. All you're doing is being like, let's spend seven thousand dollars. Yeah, <laughs> as long as you hit the basic elements yeah. of a scary movie, and then we'll release it on October twenty fifth, and it may- make it be PG thirteen. You know oy. what? I think we do not give teens of today enough credit because I know some smart fucking teens out there. I know teens... who would have thought this movie was dumb. Yeah, like I know teens who are the leaders of a nonprofit. I know teens who, I mean, like Jacob's sister is a really cool fucking teen shout out so it's just like and one of our biggest fans yeah hey here's a thought her neighbor has no relation to the plot she just keels over for no reason she's not even uncle august who at least like gives her money gives her money it's just like she's just remember that character who has no relation to plot she's dead maybe shows too many wishes Maybe anyone who was just nice to her even though claire was a shitty person because her neighbor was nice to her. I guess Uncle but August... Ryan doesn't die, and he's nice. To, he's the nicest to her. Yeah. But Ryan's cousin dies. Yeah. It's whoever can't affect the plot who is introduced in this movie. Yeah, that's who dies. so that's dumb. Right. Yeah. So dumb. Which makes it perfect for tonight. Also, podcast. like, if she hadn't made some of the wishes, some of the later wishes would... Like, she would never go to see Gina to learn what the box is about if she hadn't made the wishes. So it's not like one of those... Horror movies where there's like, oh, well, if somebody, if it's too good to be true, don't make wishes. Because in the form of this movie, like, she would never know what, ha- she wouldn't even know that the box existed or what it was doing mm. if she just made a couple wishes and stopped. There's no, there's no, like, esca- there's no escalation in what happens. She doesn't learn anything yeah. except someone else is like, oh, yeah, you probably shouldn't wish on that thing. Yeah. That thing's bad. Don't do that. Yeah. 
so dumb. No, I'm I'm getting more and more in the camp of Disney original movie. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. the Mike theory. No, that's what this is. This is all of these movies. I feel like this is the movie you'd write. In a, like just sit down and write NaNoWriMo. It. Yeah, you, you write it yeah. in one night because it's like I'm not going to try hard to like make sure that all the puzzle pieces fit. It's just going to be all right. Seven wishes. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, that's it. What are some events that can happen in a movie? <laughs> People can drive places. They can talk to each other. Someone might get hurt. Someone could own a dog. <laughs> Did you know you can write whatever you want in this thing? <laughs> Say I wanted to write about a box that grants wishes. I could do it. I could do it. Here it goes. She could have a dog. Does the dog die? Yes. <laughs> I will. I will say it is. It is a brave horror movie that kills off the dog. Yeah. 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 I don't. I don't like dogs dying. No. Nobody does. Kill one of those two. Ends. Person of color did not die until after the fourth. You know, fifth wish. Yeah, that's so, true. Yeah. Although I cool. will say, as much as uh, a lot of white people died first. As soon as the East Asian woman was introduced, I was like, oh, it was nice knowing you. Yeah. 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 R.I.P. Gina. Bye bye, Gina. It's like as soon as she answered the door, I was like, mm-hmm. ooh, yeah, yeah. And, and I think we kind of knew between there, there was a there was a wager going on. Which of which of um, Claire's friends were going to mm-hmm. die first, her white friend or her non-white friend? And her I'm not sure. I was so sure it was going to be Barb and I would have lost that bet. Mm. Yeah. Because she was being too nice, you were saying. Yeah, I was like, oh, But she- nice white women are just so precious, they can never die. I guess. Unless you're Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah. right? True, <laughs> true. Previously. Barb did die in Stranger or Things. Or did she? Ah! <laughs> Happy <laughs> Halloween! <laughs> All right. So, in this movie, Bechdel Wallace test, are there two named female characters? Yes. Yes. There are. Do they talk to each other? Yes. 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 Do they talk to each other about something other than a man? Yes. Yeah. Wishes. Wishes. <laughs> yes. They're I feel awesome. like most of the main, main named characters are women, and I, mean, I feel like they are. very infrequently talk about men. Yeah, why would they? All the men are terrible. There yeah. was a side female character who was sort of miffed about how her boyfriend dumped her for Claire, but... Yeah. There she even know. talks to Claire about juice and stuff. Yeah, that's true. All right. Uh, are there two named people of color? characters in this movie yes yes do we only know carl's name because of the closed caption though probably mm, i think they I say it out loud i didn't know carl's i mean name. i wouldn't know anyone's name mm. except for the closed captioning because i just don't that does not read for me we know ryan's name but we also she have says ryan yeah we have ryan, ryan Gina, Gina. and meredith. meredith and just to be clear it's it's named as in like these are characters in the movie with real not extras yeah, yeah. not bus boy two or and do two of them talk to each other? Yeah, Gina and uh, Ryan talk to each other at length. They're cousins. Yeah. Do they talk to each other about anything other than a white character? Claire, though? I think so. Yeah. Do they? I think they talk about the box. They talk to Claire about the box. And then as Claire's leaving, mm. Gina's like, you gonna ask that girl out? I think that's the only conversation. There was a con- I guess they have the phone call, but they never talk directly to each other in the phone there call. There was a conversation between the blonde popular girl's black friend and meredith who was i'm i'm not sure what her race was and i don't really want to guess i'm she, guessing her friend probably didn't have a name though I, meredith not meredith no. or the blonde girl's friend may not have had a character oh, yeah. name. The, phone, a, the phone cameraman yeah he did not have a name That's that i remember for sure i don't remember it either maybe a pass maybe not i would say the only real conversation is gina and, and ryan though mm-hmm. and they might have had two lines of dialogue exchanged that yeah. were not directed at claire 
that were about the box. Yeah. Hey, can I possible. come in? <laughs> anytime, yeah. anytime I watch a movie these days, I think about, or like a show, I think about, could this character be a non-white character? I think Claire could have been, oh, the, for sure. Claire could have been a non-white character, but they chose to make her a white character. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that choice is made in just so many of our movies and TV shows. It's just a shame because I, I think that would be one way where you don't have to, like, a character doesn't have to, um, I don't know, what am I, what am I trying to say? They don't have to be like a, at least what, I, what I'm getting like from you a is... a kung fu instructor yeah, or like yeah. a... A master of Chinese language? A, or a Chinese food restaurant owner, like... They don't have to be a mascot for their race. Yeah, like Claire, she could have been, she could have been a black girl, she could have been a Hispanic girl, she could have been, I mean, like, they're, I don't know, I always just am disappointed anytime I see that, like, and the characters could have been another race and then they... Well, let's, I mean, let's, let's talk about that in this movie, which is... Yes, this may technically have passed the racial Bechdel test, but this movie's all about her. She's French. She talks to Ryan so that she can translate what's on the box that has Chinese writing. So he go gets his cousin, who's a Chinese expert, to read the box. Like it's and yeah. a slut for wontons. I hated hearing that. That's yeah. so gross. It's super gross. Well, they took that character and turned it into two characters, Ryan, that is, so they yeah. could kill one of them. Yeah. Like, they right. could have just had Ryan know because mm-hmm. they're already like, well, it's, he it's can an kind Asian read it. person that knows Chinese. Mm-hmm. He can read it more than, and she first goes to her teacher in the Chinese class and like, I can't read this. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, the, the, there's fetishization, the subtitles were gross, mm-hmm. there's... All, yeah. The only Chinese characters are there so that she can have somebody to look at this box and be like, you read this? Yeah. Yeah. I'm rich now. Can I pay you to read this? Well, also, like, why is it a box from China? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what does that have it, to do with could anything? Have, could have been a haunted book from, like, colonial times in America. Yeah. Could have been any other thing, but they just had to make it be this, like... They, well, the, it's exotic now. The closed captioning used the term oriental, like we mentioned before. And it was just like, is that supposed to be scary? Like, are you this? Is this like subconsciously feeding to the xenophobia that is oh, rampant in our country right now and all over the world, I suppose? It's just really unfortunate. I mean, in this, it seems like that's the only reason they would do this, because if it was like a haunted colonial book, they wouldn't have to be like, yeah, like a soldier got it or whatever. It would yeah. make sense for it to be in America in a trash can because they wouldn't have to mm-hmm. be like, let's lay some groundwork here about Yagwai. Yeah. It'd be like a ghost haunts it. I wonder, do you guys know anything about the person who directed this movie or the person who wrote Uh I did. This? I looked up both of them. Uh, the director is the director of a bunch of garbage, including Mortal Kombat. Mm. Whoa, Jacob. Sorry. <laughs> hey, just whoa, like, whoa, 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 just whoa, like whoa, Claire's whoa. dad, sometimes you find some gems in that garbage. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Some curtain rods. The writer also has written a lot of garbage, although she's a black woman. Mm. So it is a, a uh, woman of color wrote this. But it's it's just all... I mean, it's, it's so poorly written and so nothing. Don't you think it's a shame that, like, the only time... Maybe this is not the only time, but it's the rare time that a woman of color story gets picked up. It's, like, not even that great. But it's something that would that that Hollywood could make something out of it. Like, I'm sure that there are so many beautiful, interesting, like really soul 
I don't know, just like grabbing stories that women and people of color write, but like Hollywood's like, oh, fuck that. That's not going to sell. Like, let's just choose this like really shitty one. I don't know. Yeah, sure. Probably. I mean, there's a million movies better than this one. There's no reason to get this one made, except it was probably a cheap way to make a buck. Well, I doubt this doesn't feel like the type of movie where it's like she's a writer who's like, you know, this has been my passion, and I've been writing this mm-hmm. for years. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sell it to a studio. This feels much more like a Herbie the Love Bug situation, <laughs> in which someone was like, I need a horror movie! <laughs> yeah. Well, it's good that she got some money out of this, yeah. I suppose, but this was a terrible story, and this was a terrible movie. Mm-hmm. Let's do the LGBTQIA+. Are there, is there a character... I think maybe the friend is kind of coded that way. The the popular girl, yeah, the, yeah. the popular girl's friend is definitely coded that way. But it's uh, never commented on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he's coded gay. They never comment on it or say anything about it. So it's not going to pass the test of having his character be defined by anything other than that because they don't define. They're not even clear that he's gay. Oh, and they haven't really defined him as anything other than I have an iPhone. He has a phone. And I he's a guy with no phone. To social media. He's yeah. a sassy guy with a phone. And uh, he's not even that sassy. He's no. just regular. Does he n- have a name or say anything? No. Yeah. He says some stuff, but he has one line here or there that's like, ew. Yeah. And that's about it. I mean, he's a stereotype. Peasants. He says something like, out of the way, oh, peasants. that's right. Yeah. At the mall. At the no, it's not going to pass that test. Yeah. Pass, pass, fail. Yeah. Question mark for that middle pass. Yeah. Where do you guys think that the third act starts? Because that is this is more ambiguous than most movies. I think when the wishes start coming undone. That's when I uh, think the third when the act box starts. goes missing. You yeah, think? box goes missing and her life starts to get unraveled. That seems like a third act. Yeah, break as as much. So this is where a hooded figure has appeared in her bedroom and she's chased him out mm-hmm. uh, with a with shovel, and she comes back and discovers that the box is missing. She discovers the box is missing during during the day, though, like the next day. No, so the the guy's in the window. Or whatever. Yeah, the, the guy shows up and is yeah, like sl- slitting his wrist at night. Then she looks for the box that morning and mm-hmm. it's gone. So it had to have disappeared that night. And then she goes to school and then she goes to Barb's locker. Okay, yes. so and anybody could have stolen that box. It could have disappeared on its own. Anyone could be the, the flasher stalker man. Uh, could they be? <laughs> <laughs> I sure. don't know. Yeah, sure. Anybody could be. It's the uncle. He was behind the whole thing. Maybe it's Carl. (laughs) Save it for your ending. Oh, yes. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. Yeah. Break. Welcome back. We have endings. Yes. We have so many endings that is going to fix Wish Upon to make it. Oh, baby best movie to wish upon. <laughs> wow. And the Academy Award goes to all four of us divided four ways evenly. Thank you. I thank get, you. I get one quarter Oscar, please. Yeah. I right. do not thank Harvey Weinstein. Oh, sorry. This Weinstein. Was actually, it was actually for Moonlight. Oh. Damn it. Oh. Next year. I was ready to slice movie. that Oscar hot dog style. <laughs> <laughs> and hamburger style. Yeah. Or double hot dog. <laughs> double, yeah, double I guess hot dog. triple hot dog? Uh, I only have a D6 here. How are we going to make that work? One, two, three, or four. Reroll on five or six. Okay, one. Two. Three. Four. One! One. All right. Ah, ah, ah. That means Michael goes first. Yes. Yeah, why Happy day. These never happen, Karen. Michael never goes first. Oh, I'm your lucky charm. It's true, you are. Hooray! 
him. All right. So Claire wakes up. There's a man standing in front of her bed in a dapper hoodie. We can't see his face. He's taking pictures of her with the smartest of phones. She screams. He runs. She follows. Grabs a rake. And halfway out, she realizes, wait, the box! Oh, my box! Returns to the grate to find it empty, and is like, oh, no, no, my box, where did it go? No, that's a rhyme. She's rhyming now? Well, I, this this is the Hamilton version. Oh. <laughs> Get ready for some sick wraps. <laughs> but, uh, but, like, like, but, like, Caesar salad wraps, not, like, oh, okay. hip-hop, because I don't have that kind of Mick skin. wraps? Mm. Mick wraps, yeah. Seasonal. <laughs> I'm, like, a sandwich artist, but with flat spinach tortillas. Oh. Like a spirograph artist. I hate spinach tortillas. Oh. Whoa. Delicious. Oh, spinach tortillas are so good. The color is great, but the taste is not what I'm looking for. They all taste the same to me. Uh, they all taste like... They all taste like pre-poop. <laughs> they, all, they all do taste like pre-poop. That is fair. Uh, she Look she, it up, folks. She goes to the uh, high school, because that's where she has to go the next day, legally. Yeah, it's a crime. It's a crime to not go to high school, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> Child services will take you away, and or you'll have to, like, get your GED during the summer or something. Or dog the Child Hunter will come get you. <laughs> yeah, Dog the Child Hunter. <laughs> come to school! Yeah, Bagul. Uh, she realizes Barb has the box, and she's like, Barb, what are you doing? And Barb's like, my name's not Barb in this, but this is what Michael's gonna call me anyway, because yep. he does not remember. <laughs> yep. They tussle over it. Barb does a leaping kick to the chest and kicks, clicks Claire back and is like, you know what? This is mine now. I wish that I were the cool one. Mm, and immediately, no. like, super cool aviators appear on her face. <laughs> a leather jacket just appears over her. The collar popped. <laughs> People are like, damn, that's one cool person. She's so popular. Wow, I uh, love Barb. A door for the science room opens behind her. Who is it? Why, that's Freddie Prince Jr. <gasps> Whoa. He's like, he's like, Barb, please come into science class. I know it's your favorite class, and I'm your favorite teacher. Mm-hmm. The door explodes. Oh, oh God, oh, Freddie oh, Prince. Oh. Freddie Prince Jr., no! That blood price gets you. The, Barb is like, no, what have I done? And oh, drops Barb. the box. At this point, Claire's running towards it. She's like, this is my box. I got to get it back before she can get it. Who's Scoops it up, Ryan, and he's like, sick, and now it's my turn, I wish that I had the sickest skateboard tricks. Suddenly, uh, suddenly his deck seems like the, seems like it's been a house. Yeah, seems like it's been attached to him the whole time. He's grinding the rails. He's doing sick ollies and damn goofy stances and other. Oh wow, he must be good to do a goofy stance on that deck. (laughs) And other terms that you would hear from the video game Tony Hawk Uh Pro Skater. Three sixty. He does a Frankenstein one hundred eighty. Nose flip. All right. Lip trick. Some X game shit. Off the flagpole. Wow. All the while, flagpole Sitta is playing in the background. Damn. He lands the board, and his fellow teen walks up, pulls back her hoodie, and look at that. It's 90s actress Firusa Balk. 
Oh, of course. Oh, by like, Lisa, you're there. And she's like, I am a hello, fellow teen. That certainly was a sick <laughs> trick you did there. Would you like to be in the X Games? Yes, Firuzabalk, I would. Just Uh-oh. then the flagpole falls on top of oh, her. No. And she's fine, right? No, she's dead. Oh. She dies. Mm. No, the blood price. I'll never be in the X Games now. And he puts the box down. Claire finally runs up and she's like, I only got two more wishes, but I'm only going to use one because I'm not a dum-dum. Mm-hmm. I'm only going to use one. And my last wish is to be invincible. Wow. And immediately people start breaking like pool cues over her. <laughs> She's invincible. Let's get her. <laughs> and it's like they're just bouncing off. Nothing's happening. They're just breaking on her. She's like the Incredible Hulk, but like uh. 1970s TV show Incredible Hulk. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, ain't nothing happening. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, well, now that I'm invincible, Yaogawa, or whatever it was pronounced. Mogwais. 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 It's a band. <laughs> Yaogwai. Yaogwai, thank mm-hmm. you. He could never get me. I'm invincible. Uh, yeah. Invincible. Oh. And so she makes one more wish. I wish that I was married to the handsomest actor that has ever acted, especially <laughs> in the late to early 90s. Kevin. Yeah, Freddie which Prince is, Jr.'s dead. Which is where all of the other characters that Michael has brought up so far have <laughs> appeared in. I want to be the most handsome one. And just then she sees in the distance. Who's that? It's the, it's the person who's been wearing the hoodie and taking pictures of her Whoa. in her bedroom. He starts walking up slowly with like flowers and like a horse or something. I don't know. Something cool. The hand motion you made for a horse was really confusing to me. (laughs) He's riding. Oh, okay. There we go. Now I understand. I was doing a clippy clappy thing, guys. This is a very good visual humor for our listening audience. I'm doing a sound. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We need to plop two coconut shells together. Um, As he approaches, he pulls down the hood, and she's like, it is, it it is you. It is... Beautiful, beautiful actor Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh, no. <laughs> Our prince has returned. <laughs> please, please sing for me. And he's like, the world needs a mighty king. Oh. Like it was before. Wow. Up, I'm but looking down. I'm, I'm working, working on my roar. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, just then, the earth opens up and swallows him whole. Oh, oh. Justin Timberlake! And we learn that she will never love again. Wait a second. I'm he sorry. Turns- Justin Ta- Jonathan Taylor Thomas! <laughs> <laughs> Justin Timberlake also dies in an unrelated accident. <laughs> Blood price! <laughs> a picture-in-picture picture appears of Justin Timberlake dying. Trapped in a music booth. <laughs> the whole town comes together, and they're like, was that Home Improvement Zone, Jonathan Taylor Thomas? Or Justin Timberlake. Tim <laughs> and they were like, it's definitely <laughs> not Justin Timberlake. Because it would be silly. These are 90s actors. That's mm. true. I guess he was probably on the Disney Channel back in the 90s. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, anywho, they come together. They put that musical box in a block of cement. Mm-hmm. They drop it to the bottom of the ocean. So this can never happen again Thank to God. any other beautiful, beautiful, well-aged actors mm-hmm. from 1991 to 1999 <laughs> television series or movies. Is- and that's my ending. Yay! <laughs> what, do you, what do you call it? I'm calling that 90s kids will get this ending. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. All right. All right. One. Two. Three. 
It's two. a two. Oh, it's a Daniel ending. Da, 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 da. <laughs> All right, we see Claire in her bed. She's in her bed, and what does she see? A scary hooded figure standing outside. Outside of her bed. Out, outside of her bed, through the window. The her window bed. that's next to her bed. She starts freaking out and yelling at this hooded figure, who the hell are you? Get the heck out of here. And she takes a, a lamp beside her bed and throws it through the pane of glass, oh. and the glass shatters. And who's on the other side? No one. <gasps> it was her own reflection. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, that's right. She looks in the mirror. She's wearing a hood. What the heck's going on? She's not even in her bed. She's actually outside. She was the one outside this whole time. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> yeah. It was outside lamps she threw. <laughs> yeah. And then Boomerang. she... she uh goes to uh, get her favorite box out. She's like, oh, only the box can comfort me now. And she tries to take it down and it's gone. <gasps> Barb! Barb did this. She's the only one. You barbed me, Barb. Barb, uh, you barbed. Uh, yeah. So she goes to school. Barb's not there. She goes to their favorite lunch spot. Barb's not there. Uh, she gets a text message from Barb. Barb says, I, I figured it out, you narcissistic jerk. You projected all your insecurities and your narcissism onto this box, and it Tony Robbins your way into making thinking your wishes came true. I've been following you with a drone, which if you look upwards, you can see right now. Sure enough, she looks up. There's a little drone up there. Oh, I should have known. All the evidence was there in this movie. Good yeah. drone noise. Thank you. Uh, well, needless to say, there's a series of flashbacks where she realizes this is true. She sees herself stabbing her own dog, drowning her uncle in the bathtub, killing her neighbor, murdering Gina. I love the. I would love to see how she murders her neighbor. <laughs> she puts her braid in the garbage disposal and turns it on and leaves. The end. Scared itself. And uh, sabotaging the safety mechanisms on an elevator. <laughs> yeah, sure. That mm-hmm. one I get. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see all of that? And... Uh, she finally knows where she can 100% for sure find Barb, which is at homecoming, because all that stuff with burning a Viking effigy has to be for homecoming, right? Sure. And Barb had a hot date that she was all excited about. It was like senior skip day or senior, something? Senior scavenge. Scavenge. Yeah. For, for, scavenge. For, for homecoming. Homecoming yeah. or, or prom. Yeah. Sure. One of the two. It's high school. That's yeah. how they ended up at a hotel for some reason. They're like, we have to scavenge here. Oh, yeah. I gotta go upstairs to catch a monster on Pokemon yes, Go. something. Yoy, yoy, yoy. Zombie Go or something. Uh, so she confronts Barb. They get in a big yelling match about who... You You, you don't know about my magic uh, cursed <laughs> box that's in, causing me all these problems, Barb. And Barb says, you can yell at me all you want, but you should look at your own enemy. And she points at a mirror and... Claire sees herself finally, and she she's not looking great. She's looking like she's having a few problems right now. And also, uh, this year's prom theme is the Hall of Mirrors. That's why there's mirrors all over the place. <laughs> yes. Yeah, right, yeah, of course. But they're also in the cafeteria that they were at at the beginning. Okay. Oh, and the uncles have their dog. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of instead of fighting the popular girl she now has to fight herself in front of everyone she starts beating up the shadow version of herself and we oh. cut between the real world and her imagination where she's in the real world doing uh the end of fight club self-fight oh, in her nice. imagination land she's fighting the dark version of herself mm-hmm. that makes her do all these terrible things and in the name of some fanciful plot that's made up to allow her to fulfill her of deepest course. desires yeah obviously uh, good Claire wins. 
She's exonerated using the footage of the drone. <laughs> <laughs> so she. Yep. So. Were but there, she did murder those people. Yes. Well, she did murder yes. the people. Yes. Okay. Yes. She gets a really good lawyer. Uh, <laughs> a wish lawyer. Yes. Yeah. The uh, wish lawyer comes back. A Yagwai. The end. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that ending. oh, uh, Shadow Link. <laughs> <laughs> great, great. Uh, evens. Odds. Odds. All right, that's me. Um, mm-hmm. So, Woo! my ending, I, I began it like, you guys began your endings with um, this sh- this hooded guy, mm-hmm. Ryan, whatever. Yeah. I begin mine. Um, she's... She's in the hallway, her wishes are coming undone, and life really sucks, and, and we see mm. that, you know, the popular girl is back, and she's mean to her, whatever. Life really sucks, but then Claire realizes that she's being a little too self-involved here, and that life doesn't really suck too much for her, that her wishes are coming undone, but hey, she still has a home, she's got a parent, she's got... Maybe some friends, and she's got clothes on her back. She's got food to eat. So she, she has at least one friend. <laughs> yeah, she's got at least one friend. And she she realizes that she needs to do a little bit of rebuilding. So she uh, decides to have a hard but very honest conversation with her dad. She says, "Dad, there's a lot of stuff that's been going on in my life right now, and I'm a little hesitant to talk to you about everything. But I would like to start getting some therapy." Um, can, can we arrange for me to have a therapist? Okay. And, um, she, she, you know, th- through the course of, um, maybe like, a some months to a year, she starts to be a little bit, you know, she's starting to feel a little bit better and she, she finds Barb. She reconnects with her friend and she says, Hey, I'm really sorry about how that all went down. I've learned a little bit since that happened and my dad's helping me, supporting me through this whole thing. So mm-hmm. I just, um, I just wanted to reach out to you and kind of, talk about trying to see if we could collect the shards of our friendship and and become friends again the barbs of our friendship Mm. the barbs of our friendship and so barb is like you know what i'm a nice person and i too miss meredith and you know let's they they kind of reconnect their friendship over the over the morning of their friend meredith and then both of them come up with with this idea to go talk to meredith's family you know and and uh and say hey you know the wasn't it weird that the school chose to have their our senior scavenger hunt at this hotel with these glass elevators? And wasn't it kind of fucked up that the glass elevators, like, you know, the hotel has those glass elevators, but maybe they didn't foresee the risk of them or something. Um, maybe they didn't maintain those elevators. Like, mm. we don't know. And so they convince Meredith's family to sue. They can, uh, <laughs> and this becomes a legal drama. Wish lawyer. Yes, <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I've got another title for this ending. But so Meredith's Meredith's family sues. Uh, they sue the school, uh, and then they sue the hotel. They, they sue the school because the school should not have had the uh, high school event at the hotel like that. And then they sue the hotel because the hotel should have maintained their premises. Sure. Um, and so, you know, this this whole boring, long discovery process, the school eventually gets dropped because they could, after discovery, they find out that the school could not have foreseen the risk. They settle with the school. They're out there. They're no longer a named defendant. But the oh. hotel... <laughs> they could have gotten all those sweet school bucks. I don't know. The, the <laughs> Shut down the school. 
The hotel is the one. The hotel's got the bigger pockets, the deeper pockets mm-hmm. anyway. They've got those fancy glass elevators. It, mm-hmm. it was revealed that that so many times in the past, those buttons in the elevator stopped working. That, oh. the, that the cable in the in the elevator system was just um, poorly maintained, not well oiled. Yeah, um, typical Trump hotel. That's why uh, hotels full of ghosts that you can catch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like that's why those are the ghosts of the hotel's deaths prior to this. Terrible death of this team. <laughs> uh, Just stacking only, them up. <laughs> there's only one elevator inspector, and he's got like 17 whole elevators to inspect. Yeah, and he's all. so lazy, and he's just so tired of inspecting elevators this whole time. So, yeah. I mean... It's kind of not the hotel's fault. It's that guy's fault. What happens... I mean, he's one of their employees. Mm. And what happens is... Um, what nice. happens is they win the ca- Meredith's family wins the case against Yay. the hotel. They miraculously can easily collect upon this judgment. And sure. my ending collect for upon. yes, oh. my ending for this movie is called Collect Upon. Yeah, Daniel spoiled my title. Sorry, <laughs> <Ben and> Daniel. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so that's it. <laughs> Meredith's family wins big, and her friends. Did she ever make another wish? No, nah, no more wishes in this. You ain't got a wish just... when you're rich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Also, Meredith plays a ghost collecting Pokemon Go type game. Oh, I, rem- I wrote down the name of the game. Hold on. Oh, please. Throughout this movie, flip, flip, she's... Flip, flip, well, flip, twice flip. in this movie. And when also it's of convenience. Has to go upstairs to get a ghost. Your phone can't detect your elevation. Yeah, Come on, get out of here. Yeah. The game that is played in this movie is called... Monster Mutant Slayer. Nice. Oh, MMS. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, I've, got the, I've got the final ending. Mm. So when we last left off, she sees the guy outside with a hoodie. It's Paul. Who cares? The next day, <laughs> the next day she goes to look for her box because she's like, oh, we're, you know, I've, I've put it away so nobody will find it. But now things are getting a little spooky. But the box is gone. And all of a sudden, her wishes all start undoing themselves. Mm. The popular girl starts healing up from her horrible skin disease. She's lose, uh, Claire's losing all of her friends. But with one exception, they don't have to move back in their crappy house. They're still living mm. in Uncle August's house. She's like, well, that's weird. She's dis- you know, she's disappointed, but some, some weeks go by. She reconnects with her, her original friends. The guy who tried to kill himself is, loses, falls out of love with her. Things are kind of going back into to normal, except now they have this nice house. And then one day she goes home and she sees all these TV vans outside. And inside, her dad's being interviewed by E! Magazine for his <laughs> new uh, hit single, mm. Saxtoberfest. <laughs> he's the most popular musician this summer. He's got the big hit. Wow. Uh, he's, he's featured on Despacito. Uh, there, wow. He's got all these the, record... Yeah, the song? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. It's a featured on. Okay. So he, so she goes, she's like, oh my god, that, the dad stole the box and he's been making all these wishes. That's mm. why we didn't have to move back. He must have wished that we kept the money. So he goes, she goes up into the attic and finds that the box is still in there. She like confronts her dad and he's like, hey, I know. My wife killed herself over this box, but I think I have a pretty good sense now of how to mm. deal with this box. I'm only going to make really good wishes. <laughs> take it real carefully. Now, first, I'm going to wish for your mom back. She wishes the mom back. I'm going to wish the dog back. Wishes the dog back. People start dropping like flies in the town, but nobody, he, he's like, I don't care. You were killing people. You don't get to judge me. <laughs> uh, 
eventually she's like, I can't have my dad. Like, he's made like five wishes now. We can't. I don't want my dad to lose his soul. My mom's back. I'm so happy about it. So she steals the box back and she's like, I know what I need to do now. I've got two wishes left. One thing, I'm going to wish that nothing bad happens to my mom or dad, regardless of this box. And Ryan keels over and dies in a horrible go-karting accident or something. His head <laughs> pops off. Uh, and then she's like, I've got my one final wish. I wish with my last wish to destroy the box of wishes. Oh. Uh, the box crumples up and implodes in like a black hole sort of thing. A cool demon pops out and eats her soul and it's like the end of drag me to hell it grabs her and drags her into some sort of box multiverse dimension the end <laughs> she sacrificed herself to save her cool yeah. saxophone i like that one cool yeah. saxophone dad. i call it sax dad <laughs> the sax dad ending i'm a sax dad so cool Hey! Nice. All right. I'd like to thank Karen Hernandez yeah, for stopping by. Thank you. And I'm helping us. Guest. And helping us with this very spooky episode. Oh, yes. My pleasure. Good recommendation for Spooptoberfest 2017. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thus far, two movies, two stinkers. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> They're supposed to stink up. Uh, hey, Karen, would you like to plug anything this week? Let's plug Decades Podcast. Sure. Uh, this is a podcast that I was co-host on for season one, Yeah, where we talked about scary movies. I like scary movies. Mm-hmm. And then uh, season two is uh, co-hosted by Jacob, his mom, and our good friend, Nicole Westry. Mm-hmm. So tune in to Decades Podcast. Uh, coincidentally, I was also a guest on one of their episodes about interracial relationships. It hey, is- Why? What? Why? Oh, why? Because Jacob and I are in an interracial relationship, and there's a lot of issues that come up, and we talk about them all the time. Mm. So, um... Wrong! No. <laughs> <laughs> He's just trying to make this a funny thing, but we talk about these, uh, we talk about these issues that come up, and, um, and we talked about it on the podcast, and it mm-hmm. was a really cool conversation, so you guys should check it out. Um, Nicole Westry is also in an interracial relationship and is born out of an, an interracial relationship. So um, tune in. It's really interesting. Superfan James was on also as a guest. Yes. Oh, yeah. Nice. yeah. It was cool because we had some differing opinions, but we had a really awesome conversation. Great. I think the episode runtime worked out to about four hours. <laughs> so <laughs> that, that got, it got very intense for a while. Let's chop s- that up into pieces. I think it's good to have those kinds of intense Heck conversations. Yeah. It was so. really good. Um, well, thank you. That's my plug. Shared plug. Check it out. Yeah. Uh, Michael. I only got Sidekicks pod, guys. You know it. You love it. You want some more of it. I do. Uh, it will be eventually be coming. Uh, I have a <laughs> Defenders. Please, please. I have a Defenders that is sitting on that computer that is yet to be turned on. Uh, People are clamoring for more information on Defenders. Michael, you just pointed at a hamster running on a wheel. <laughs> <laughs> that hamster knows what it did. Uh, and then Thor, Thor Ragnarok is Ooh. but... A week away uh, as we record this. I've heard good things. Thor 3 was the movie that I would always look forward to in the distant future and be like, well, at least it's not then now. And now it's now, <laughs> now it's now then. It's now then. It's now now. Yeah. It's new now. Yeah. Uh, so I got that Can't on wait. the horizon. Uh, and then I'm, uh, yeah, that's all I got to plug. Awesome. 
Daniel? Oh, samesies. I don't know. I'm floating around the improv scene, but I don't have any specific big shows coming up. So. Go to Comedy Sports. Try your luck. You can you can see me up on the wall at Comedy Sports. Oh, are you on the wall? I'm on the wall. Oh, use, uh, they used a real creepy picture of me. Did you pick it or did they pick it? Uh, so, 50-50? Yeah, 50-50. <laughs> cool. Um, Let's see it. Oh, <laughs> nice. I like, like it. a cat. Yeah. Sleepy cat. Yeah. You can be invited to my campsite, Daniel. Oh, thank you. Excellent. Uh, animal Crossing. That was That's animal what I'd crossing. like to plug. Oh, okay. Everybody yeah. download. Everyone get on your VPN. Yeah. Get on your VPN. Go to Australia. <laughs> and download Animal Crossing New Leaf Mobile or whatever yeah. it's called. Uh, I would like to wish everyone a happy and safe Halloween. Yeah. Oh, yes. Be, Halloween. be safe out there. Don't drink and drive. Sure. No. Wear your helmets when you ride your bicycles. Yeah. Please. Jacob, did you do your plug? Yeah, I don't plug really, it. I, I'm going to plug Decades Podcast, too. I don't have uh, much of a plug. What instead is I will seed my 20 seconds of plug time to say that uh, Karen and I bought our Halloween's costume, and I'm wearing a Warcraft costume. What? Oh. Shout out to Third X Avery. Are you, are you Garona? <laughs> I am Durotan. Oh, yeah. Good for that. So, Karen is going as a goblin princess. I am, yeah. and uh, I guess by this time, people aren't Halloween no, I've already seen already your passed. costume and see yeah, how it is. Yeah, I'm going as a goblin princess. I made a, a leather mask and a mask-making workshop that That's I went really to cool. with Jacob that our friends Brent and Sarah gifted us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Brent, who listens to this podcast. Shout out to Face Odd Masks and yeah. Tamara Clammer, who, who taught us how to make them. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, so I was like, oh, I'll do a goblin costume so we can have a couple's costume. Well, let me go on Amazon and see what the absolute cheapest I could do is. And like... They must have a surplus of previous year's Warcraft costumes because it was like $7 for a full body costume with like a mask and like muscle pads. Yeah, like a whole setup for nine bucks. That's That's pretty good. Daniel and I are both just on Amazon right now. Very jealous. This is is the first time we're actually going as a matching anything. Except for when we all went as Banes, but that wasn't like a couple costume. That was like a friend. I mean, we were a couple and also a couple more. That's true. That's Bane from Batman. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There were six or seven Banes. Yeah. We went to a party and they said, There's a lot of Banes in the kitchen. Yeah, we're all Bane. <laughs> yeah, what are you trying to say? We're all Bane. We got Island Getaway Bane. <laughs> were you Bane? That was Pla- Casual no. Friday uh, Bane. We were all different Banes. Okay, I cool. was plain Bane. <laughs> we'll find a picture for you, Mark. I was Parisian Bane. I love it. It was. They were great. Yeah, this is. We never um, had a couple's matching costume. I don't really emphasize that in our relationship. It's Sorry, really this important. year we're doing it. Although I have to say, I do not want to wear a full rubber mask. And when I did put it on, Karen was like. How come that orc has dreadlocks? Like, I said cornrows. Cornrows. Oh, like, oh yeah. Because he's Duratan. Who knows? Like, oh, no, no reason. It looks like brown face when you put on that mask. It does. So, no. Um, well, you're not going to have that None of that on. in that movie, that's for sure. I know yeah. that you guys did talk about that movie and how it was like... just not like good. Just like the um, kind of Asian-looking character in... Um, what is that? Get Guardians of the Galaxy was like incredibly racialized. Um, mm. that, yeah, that, the orcs are very. Yeah, it's just it there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, did, did not look good. So I was like, I'll do your makeup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to wear a rubber mask, anyways. Yeah, but uh, yeah, if you want a really cheap costume, they're pretty good. So, uh, we'll see you, Duratans, out there. There's, there's a. Uh, they had some other full body Warcraft costumes for cheap too. Uh, any medivs? Mm, not that I saw. How about? Uh, but they had other. They had um, Grom or somebody else. 
Okay. Shout out to my Grom heads. <laughs> I didn't even know that this character. I thought this was just a no, generic goblin costume. I bet he was. I bet it was a costume coinciding with the movie. Which How about a one hundred percent? That is what happened. Sylvanas Windrunner. <laughs> Not tonight. Oh, I would totally be Sylvanas. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, what Karen are we Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, what are we watching next week? Oh, we're doing it, baby. The Dark Tower. It's happening. All right, we'll do Dark Tower. It's time. I've got some thoughts on the Dark Tower. Oh, Daniel in and I, we're gonna it's gonna be a six hour podcast where we cover the entire length of the books and how they're different from the movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. We got some fan suggestions sitting there in the crock pot though. They are oh, en route. That's yeah. true. And we're gonna get to but it. But we'll do Dark Tower. Got we any cool guests coming up? We do, we just don't know which episodes they're going to be on, so we can't announce them quite yet. Yeah. You'll know when you see them in the episode description, basically. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like you! Hey! Yeah. Yeah. And that's it! Heck yeah, that's it for the show. Hey, one more thing. (laughs) Oh, I guess not. All right. Oh, I'm sorry, it's not it for the show. Hey, rate us on iTunes. Five stars, please. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram. Like, what do you guys say? Like, follow, and subscribe? Yeah. Heck yeah. Like, follow, and subscribe. Also, write us a little comment. Let us write us a review. Tweet at them. Recommend us movies. We will get to your recommendations. We have we keep a list. Yeah. Retweet Mike's tweets. Yeah. Oh, um. And Daniel. Yeah. Keep it real, meowmies. Oh yeah, keep it real, my meowmies. What's hey, that? Meowmies. That's, that's our, our sign off. That's line. our new sign off. Uh, we have a sign off now. It's keep it real, meowmies. Do you want to try it? Keep it real, meowmies. There it was, and there. <laughs> yeah. it is. Got it clean. Let's make it a drop. Uh, this is prime for a MeUndies sponsorship. <laughs> oh, Keep yeah. your MeUndies clean, MeUndies. <laughs> Keep it real, MeUndies. <laughs> All right. All right, that's, that's it right. for the show. Bye-bye. We've talked about how I'm not that into soft pretzels before. Get the fuck oh, out of here, Michael, you piece of shit. I like hard pretzels. I'm, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. Oh, better. Better. Yeah. Better snack. Karen. Karen.